I've really enjoyed being part of the Beaver coaching scheme as a coach. I think the scheme could benefit anyone within the profession at any stage of their career, be it to discuss specific goals or to have the opportunity to have someone actively listen to you and give you the space to talk things through. Hi, welcome to another episode of Beaver Pod Life. Today I've got Gail Caps with me, who is an equine practice in the West Midlands. Um, and Gail, you've been on the Leg Up scheme since it started in 2018 as a coach, and you've coached four people now. Um, I just want to talk to you a bit about coaching and what you found to be really important and valuable and what your experiences have been um, as part of the Leg Up scheme. So thanks for coming to, to us today, Gail. How are you? Uh, yeah, no problem. Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. Good. And talk to me about your experiences. Uh, yeah, so I I joined the scheme. I think probably at that point I was nearly 20 years qualified. So, uh, and I'd been I've been a sort of I started mixed and I'm now just equine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought, well, I still enjoy my job, uh, and I thought I was quite. There's obviously a, there's a big retention problem. People leaving um, the early in their careers and I thought well that's it's sad because I really like being an equine vet so I thought if I could do be of any use or say anything useful then that would you know maybe that would be helpful in a very small way so that's why I wanted to do it so um so yeah I've had uh, four coaches um who um I think have I know it says it's a sort of coaching scheme, but I think it's uh, my role for most of them has more been like having a mentor. I think they've all said that actually having somebody who is not in the practice, not somebody they see day to day, somebody who is divorced from, you know, I don't know that I don't know who they work with. I don't know where they work. It, um, so it's quite nice to have somebody to speak to who is um, is not involved in that sort of day to day and that you can talk to that they feel that they can talk to freely without me being in any way obviously sort of judgmental because mm. I know the situation they're in. So, um, so I think it's more been more of a, um, just yeah, having an external person to, to talk to, um, and talk through things. Um, and what sort of things do they come to you with? I mean, I have spoken to a few of the other coaches as well, and it could be anything from sort of just a little bit of careers advice that might actually, you know, not take up half as many sessions as, as, as is allocated, but other people sometimes want much more handholding and guidance. So what, what have your experiences been with those people that you've coached? Um, I think, uh, I think um, a lot of it has really just been the sort of um, – sort of reflecting you know being able to um sort of reflect more on on you know what um, um you know what they've it could be something short term like you know what they've uh, done in a particular case not not from a clinical point of view I, I haven't you know i've made a point of not speaking to anybody from a clinical point of view because that's not our role um and that's but uh, you know maybe reflecting on how they've managed something so it may be a case of you know you sort of you look back on what they've done and sort of say well maybe you know is there something you would do differently how would you do something differently you know how could you learn from that mm. um some have had more long-term goals um in terms of um either possibly looking at changing jobs uh you know what you then when you're changing jobs what you what you want to look for in that job um and maybe you know going more from a point of you know what they want out of the job uh, and what they can offer so going with a sort of more um sort of 
positive point from from them rather than sort of fitting in sort of saying well this is what I can do this is what I'd like to do um and um and then some of them has been uh have been looking at uh, possible doing internships and 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 what that sort of involves and things like that so yeah um, career pathway sort of yeah yeah on that yeah yeah yeah, and I think certainly the the vet schools have have sort of recognised and uh, you know that mentoring is quite an important thing and having that one to one sort of bespoke advice and time to discuss things has been valuable. Do you think it would have been something that you would have benefited from in your career years ago? Or that you know, is it something you think should be a bit more commonplace than it perhaps is? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think definitely. I, I think um, you know, I, certainly when in my first job, it was definitely a sort of it was a, a sink or swim, shall we say, you know, you just got on with it. And, and there's a lot to be said for just getting on with it. You know, there, there's, you know, if you don't do something, you're not going to learn. So you have to, you can't stand back and watch all the time. But, um, but yeah, just maybe having somebody to, to just sort of, to, to talk to uh, would definitely be useful, definitely. So, um, but it's quite interesting also having a, having a sort of, inside a look into different practices by talking to different people who work in different sort of uh, practice setups. It is quite interesting just listening to, to um, you know, different people say different things. And, and the common sort of theme is that um, those that are happiest, it seems to be, are where they're in practices, where they have things like, you know, regular catch-ups. And, you know, if somebody's been said, oh, you know, we'll spend you know, a couple of hours each week just going through something one-to-one, you know, if that doesn't happen, that's really frustrating, you know, but people who maybe have that sort of setup um, and feel that they are being listened to and they are being valued, they are generally happier where they work. So, yes, so it's quite interesting. It's it's a bit like being a bit of a fly on the wall inside practices. Um, So it's it's almost like maybe us coaches should get together and write a little, you know, sort of this is the the, the 10 points that, that, that are useful. But it is, you know, those that, that are, that do get some sort of clinical club, clubs, catch-ups, that sort of thing, um, they definitely seem to be happier and have maybe, you know, a, a lower turnover generally of, of, of staff because they, they feel more valued. I know COVID was difficult and that sort of um, yeah. made things harder for people, but you can do stuff online, can't you? So. And I think um, that's exactly the know. point we sort of realised that, you know, coaching isn't for everyone. And I think, you know, if it was forced on people, then it might feel, um, it might sort of not lose its value, I suppose you could say, for some people. But that is the point. I think some everywhere somebody is getting coaching of some sort, whether whether it's sort of um, formal coaching or not. And I think you're absolutely right. When in practices where there's good bosses who are coaching their kind of staff if you like already then they're sort of filling that niche then aren't they for those people and that's where those people feel supported and and to be happier just as you said and um and maybe that's the key isn't it for those workplaces to try and encompass some sort of mentoring coaching whatever that is and if it's not possible within that practice then of course you can go to external providers like like beaver for instance so um Mm. what what sort of I suppose, what advice would you have really to somebody that wants to be coached? What would you say they could do to get the most out of it if they were to come onto a coaching programme? Um, I think it's quite useful um, because obviously we're not supposed to, 
you know, I'm not here to tell somebody what to do. The coaches aren't here to tell. So it is quite useful to, um, obviously it's supposed to be goal led in that respect. So yeah. if somebody wants to join the scheme, it is quite useful if they've got something and it, you know, something that they want to either aim for or work through or yeah. so actually have a goal, even if it's a, you know, a six month goal or, or, you know, in two years time, I'd like to be here or, um, just so there is, a sort of process that you can you can work towards mm. um otherwise it's quite easy just to have it and, and there's nothing wrong with just having a chat you know quite often you sort of get to the end and you think well you know is there anything that that we should have discussed quite often you you will get to the end and, and i'll say well is there something that you you know you wanted to talk about because you find yourself chatting and then five minutes at the end there's like oh actually i did just want to talk about this you know um so so it is quite useful to to have have a sort of a goal or something in mind that you want to to discuss so or as i say if you just want to have somebody to chat with then that's fine but as long as it's then that's you know as long as that's what you want to get out of it it's i suppose yeah. it's saying at the start what you want to get out of the process and it doesn't have to be that you want to become you know you want to become a resident and a surgeon and this that and the other it may just be that you just want to have somebody to, to, to chat to so that is more of a mentoring thing rather than a um i don't know whether the, the title of career coaching might be off-putting for somebody who does just want to have a sort of mentoring type yeah. person yeah. so yeah, mm. that's right. They're quite different things, actually, aren't they? In that yeah, respect. yeah. Um, and then, in t- I suppose, in terms of people that might feel they want to become a coach, like, what would your advice be to them? Um, and and you know, how have you found that process, as it were? Yeah, I've I've actually really enjoyed it. Um, I um, I suppose uh, I'm of the um. Yeah, the, the, I'm, I'm of that age, I suppose, where I've just always sort of just got on and done stuff because you do just get on and do stuff. Um, but actually, I found it really interesting. And I've, you know, from doing the coaching process with Rachel and, and Rachel's lovely, who, who set it all up and, and did the training and things. And she's very enthusiastic. And um, off the back of that, so she sort of said, oh, you know, she go and listen to some other things, which I have then done. So I've, you know, you listen to some podcasts and then um and then actually I did some of the, um, uh, the mind matters that I did one of their, um, their sort of training that, you know, CPD course, which is on emotional health, which was brilliant, which was actually an, a brilliant course. Mm. Uh, it was only a three hour CPD thing, but, and then off the, so I have sort of looked at the possibility of doing some more sort of coaching, mentoring type training, uh, which sort of five years ago I wouldn't have thought that would be anything that I'd be interested in doing so I've actually got quite a lot out of it um so it's um yeah it's just a different way of looking at things it's given me a different way of looking at things um I think it's probably quite useful having teenagers as well I think some of the coaching training can be quite useful for trying on your children although I find generally that works very badly um but no I've, I've enjoyed doing it and it also it's um it's it's nice to be able to talk to other people who, um, and just, you know, talk to other people who are vets and things like that. I've been, I've enjoyed being able to do that. I like talking, which is good. I have to remind myself that coaching is listening, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but no, I've, I've really enjoyed doing it. And, I, and I've gone and, and done some other CPD and things based around that, which I've enjoyed actually. So yeah, I found it, uh, uh, I've enjoyed it and I've got a lot out of it. So 
And at the moment, we, I mean, our particular coaching scheme is not to five years now, graduates. Mm-hmm. Do, what sort of would you see as being valuable to people further on in their careers? Do you, do you think some sort of coaching, mentoring, whether that's individuals or groups or whatever, what would you say would be of benefit to people further on? I don't think I think it makes no difference really at what stage you are, um, because, you know, there may be people who've had time off because they've been on maternity leave or they've had career breaks or anything like that. To actually have somebody that you can um, just chat to, I think, is is always going to be of benefit. And because it may be that if you're restarting, that you don't necessarily want to talk to somebody within the practice because you may be like, oh, no, they're going to realize I don't know very much or, or just, you know, so to actually have somebody else to, to talk to, um, I think I don't think it really matters whether you're not to five years or, or 20 to 30 years. I think it's always good to, to be able to talk through things with people, um, particularly if you've got sort of, you know, certain points in your career where things are changing or you, you know, or even if you're just looking at changing jobs or, um, and sometimes it's quite, you know, people, I think we're not always very good at sort of bigging up ourselves, but it's much, if you talk to somebody and actually somebody goes, do you know, you do have value, you do add value, you know, actually, if you can sort of, um, make people realise that they have lots of qualities and 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 be a bit more forthcoming with those and a bit more positive. Then then that can be useful, I think, at any stage. So yeah, I guess you're yeah. right. It's like affirming people's um, belief in themselves, isn't it? As well, it's yeah. giving them yeah. to recognise their own value, and that certainly yeah. could be something people will often say when they're they've sort of become slightly disillusioned with their career is that they, they don't feel like they have any intrinsic value and they haven't got any skill sets that they feel um, are being appreciated as well. So it's a nice mm. for them to center on those things and it helps them gain the confidence and to make their own decisions, doesn't it? In their career path, yeah. as you say. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I suppose it's uh, to summarize really, what would your, what would your sort of best bit be from your experiences of doing this? Can you think of anything where you've had a real sort of eureka moments about either <laughs> being the coach or whether in, within yourself, I suppose, and the benefits of having been a coach? Um, well, I think I've, I mean, obviously I can't speak for the people that I've, I've spoken to, but um, I, I've, I've definitely got a lot out of it. I think I have, I have learned um a lot through the coaching process mm-hmm. um and i'm i'm sure there's there's i'm sure there's lots of different coaching styles um but i've i have enjoyed having the um it's quite good you know you have you have to allow yourself a period of time to actually stop and listen to somebody else which is which is good for, which is a good thing to do mm-hmm. um but no i've i've really enjoyed it i've got a lot out of it and i'm hoping that i have been useful um, as a as a listening board or a sounding board or to you know to try and set some goals for the people that I have spoken to so yeah I've no, been useful you have you've got you've had very good feedback <laughs> <laughs> and you're very in demand so that's it that speaks for itself um, well that's fabulous I mean that's a great place to finish on this and um and I think it's uh it's something for people to consider you know like like you said already whether you're sort of being sort of informally coached by somebody within your practice already or via your own network, um, you know, professional network. And if you do need somebody outside of those two things, then, you know, going onto one of these schemes can be really helpful and provide that sort of more neutral sort of territory, really, I suppose, like you say, where there aren't any conflicts and and, and you can be sort of open yeah. about what you're, what you're th- feeling and what you're thinking. 
Um, yeah. So yeah, well, thank you for coming today, Gail. That's really good of you to to spend that time discussing this with us. And um, I'm no sure worries. we'll be back at some point to talk about other career things. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. Thank Bye, you, Gail. Take care. Bye. Bye. This episode of BeaverPod was produced by Beaver. For more details on the benefits of your Beaver membership and the products and services offered, please go to our website at www.beaver.org.uk.